beautiful here. Join us on our quest to find beauty right where you are. Hey guys. So we had an interview this week that we're really excited about. It yeah. was with uh, Brandy McIntosh. Yeah, she's an Instagram friend of ours, and we just love what she's doing with her family. Um, so we talked to her about habit training, yes. and she had so many good things to say about chores and the benefit of them and routine. And we all know I could use some routine. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all can. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we hope you guys enjoyed the interview. Grab some coffee and a notebook. You're going to want to take notes. She has a lot of oh, really yeah. great tips to share. So, uh, without any further ado, let's jump into it. Yeah, enjoy. Today we are talking with Brandy McIntosh, who's been such an inspiration to me through Instagram. Um, Brandy, would you mind just telling us a little bit about yourself and your family? Sure. Um, I've been married to Dan for almost 18 years, and uh, we have two boys and two girls, ages 2 through 16. And um, we had always grown up living in, you know, lived in the city and always longed for the country, a small town sort of atmosphere, and God just opened all the right doors for that about seven years ago. And we moved out to the middle of nowhere and just absolutely love it. And um, anyway, this is my ninth year homeschooling. Awesome. That's so great. So, so you did not start homeschooling with your oldest. He went to public no, school. No, he actually went to a, um, a Christian school that um, he just attended two days a week. And then I homeschooled the rest. Oh, interesting. And so, um, you know, it was a classical school and, um, they, you know, they, they basically tell me, you know, exactly what to do. It was all laid out for me. I didn't have to do any planning or anything. And little did I know at the time that God was just getting my feet wet for homeschooling. Cause I was one of those that at that time I would have told you, no, I'm, I'm never going to do that. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he, he attended from, um, kindergarten through second grade. And, um, as time went on, it just, it just started to feel uh, unnatural just to sending him away. And we noticed yeah. that the days that he, the days that he was um, in school, when he came home, he just had no patience for his siblings. And, um, mm. and there was just, things were not heading down um, a road that, that we were, you know, had peace with. And um, God just started to speak to us about taking him out. And um, so I did, I mean, it was crazy. It was in the middle of the school year. I'm the type that I, I prefer to have things planned out ahead of time. And I just had no peace with sending him back after Christmas break. And so kept him home. Wow. I didn't know anything about homeschooling or anything at that time, but um, there was joy and there was peace there. And so. That's so yeah, great. I love that story. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I actually wanted to talk. Brady did something really interesting on her Instagram account. Um, she had a photographer come in um, to your house and document a day in the life. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. yeah, so that's been really neat to see. And honestly, if I did something like that, I would just be terrified of all the <laughs> things that they would catch me doing. I don't know. So yeah. um, you're a very brave woman. But tell us, how did that get started? How long have you been doing this? Yes, well, um, I actually didn't really take initiative for it. It was something that fell into our lap. There is a a, a workshop, a photography worksheet workshop that brings in um, photographers from all over the world and they meet not far from us and um, they train these photographers and they put them in homes um, of homeschoolers around here because that way they're getting to take pictures of children and they just found out that the best way to practice candid photography was with children. 
And so um, we just have been able to um, be one of these families. This is our third year. And so, you know, it's totally free for us. And they come spend too long, like two 14-hour days. They want to be here before everybody wakes up and stay through the, till after bedtime. And so, um, yeah, the first year they did it, it was very uncomfortable for all of us. And I just had to tell the kids, just <laughs> pretend, that, pretend that they're paparazzi and you're famous people and just ignore them. So I really wanted the kids to be able to be themselves. And I was amazed because it didn't take more than an hour. And it was like, they did a better job than I did of forgetting the photographer was there. So anyway, this year, this year when I received all the pictures, I just thought, oh, I don't, I don't, um, I don't want to just bombard Instagram with all these pictures at once that I was so eager to share. I just, um, I had the idea that, well, maybe I could just walk people through our day because we've just come to a place where it's just, um, we've really found our groove, you know, and, um, after after many, many years and, um, I love seeing what other families do. I love, you know, peeking into the practical um, ways people yes. do things and so I thought well if I can put this out there I know that it's probably not going to be the perfect fit for any other family but you know if we just can take bits and pieces of, of inspiration from others and plug that into our lives and often you know often it can it can help us and so um, yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree and it's, I'm a visual and like kinesthetic learner and so seeing someone else have that I'm like oh I could do that that's like that would help me in my day. So that's been actually very helpful. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so cool. I mean, I, I've even uh, gone on there and checked some of the stuff out. I mean, it's just, it's a really cool inspiration. Um, I feel like for people that are trying to do homeschool and maybe they don't know, you know, what can it look like? And they, yeah. they, you know, they don't have any idea. And so it's, it's just kind of neat to see it. Uh, you know, it looks like you have a lot of like um, reading time and, and like really uh, kind of free, free play and free activity and discovery and, and all that yeah. really cool stuff happening. So I think it's, it's just a really cool uh, inspiration for people. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Uh, but one of the things that stands out to me as I'm looking through is just how smooth it seems your day is going. And I, I feel like that might be contributed to um, some of the habits that you talk about building. Um, so you said, you know, you found your groove and it's taken you several years to get there. So I just, I want to, I just am like so eager for you to talk to us about how did this come to be? You know, how did you lay down these rails or habits um, and and make that happen? Yeah. Um, you know, I was, I was one of these people that um, I did not even start implementing chores for my kids until my eldest was, uh, she was seven or eight. It, um, it felt like a foreign idea to me because I did not grow up with responsibilities in my home. But at the same time, I saw how that was a detriment to me because I grew up thinking I wasn't capable of a lot of things. Mm. My mom knew we had a, my mom knew we had a heavy load at school. And so she was trying to lighten our burden. But, um, but I had seen how that had been harmful and I had definitely developed a mentality that, um, I was superior in some ways and the world revolved around me a bit. So, um, when I started, when I started to see these, own, you know, these tendencies on my own son, um, at seven or eight, um, I, I wasn't really eager to jump in because I knew how much work it was going to take on my part to get him to train him and, and doing, you know, and chores and things. And, um, but I knew it would be worth it. So, um, Anyway, we just started at that time just with um, just a couple things, you know, and then it's just grown over the years. But um, one thing that I tell moms is just to 
to change chores as little as possible, like really, um, you know, the, the same floors always need to be swept, kitchen counters, dishes. Always, you know, there's, there's so many things that they've done for, for many years now that right. um, it's become, you know, it's become like as natural as, as breathing. It's just become like clockwork. And, um, yeah, you know, if, if, when we first started, we just, we just um, would, would introduce them one new chore at a time. And so, and I would watch over to be sure that the chore was being done and it was being done well. And that's when it's really can be trying on a mom because those first couple of weeks, um, it takes so much of our time and patience and um, just to really oversee it for a while until that habit um, is somewhat stuck. Yeah. And um, so I would watch over it. And then once I felt like we were in a good groove and that habit, usually, you know, a few months so after doing that, then I would add another one. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when we got to a point where they had a, a, a good amount of chores for their ages, it just, that has just, um, kept on rolling throughout the years without, without hardly any change to it. Um, mm-hmm. our schedule changes quite a bit from season to season around the weather and such, but with chores, we haven't had to, to change much. And so, um, so yeah, it's kind of like that Charlotte Mason quote about how, um, yeah, it takes so much work to lay down the rails of a train track, but once they're down, you know, and that, that train is, is going and it's, um, going beautifully and, and rather, you know, rather right. easily. Now there are times that, one thing that we've had to do is, um, you know, I've had kids that um, have, uh, quote, forgotten chores right. or just done them, slop- done them sloppily. And so we've dealt with that over the years. And so what we've done is just um, when I've noticed that something like that has happened, then I just say, oh, it looks like we need a little bit more practice. And so you're going to need to go back and do that chore over again that you didn't do or that you didn't do well. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you this other chore to do that's going to help help you remember to do you know, reinforce it. Yes. Yes. I'll get an extra chore. Yeah. That is really encouraging for me to hear because I, I started with one simple thing just as a way to, Oh gosh, we were just kind of, I mean, it can feel like chaos when you're trying to manage a home and homeschool. And so this is only our our third year. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, if this is going to happen, I really need to figure some things out. And so I started with just like, let's get up at the same time and get dressed and make our beds. Like that's it. And um, I think we got really good at that. But then over time, see now we've been doing that for like a year and now I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what time we get up. I don't know what time, you know, are they making their beds? No. So I love that. Just like they can, we can fall off so easily, but to get back on track. Well, cause what happens, I feel like you said this too, is like, some, sometimes chaos is okay and some people can handle it well, but I feel like I wasn't handling it well because then I start to get yelly. You know, I start to yell about <laughs> things not getting done. And so I just love the peace that can come from the expectation that is set of what needs to happen. And um, mm-hmm. kind of just the, like, it just is like, this is what we do. Like it's just nobody's trying to, um, you know, bark orders or, you know, did you do this? It just, it's just like, this is what we do. We get up, we make our beds. Yeah. So I'm getting there, Brandy. I'm getting there. And, you know, and it's, it's, you know, you just have to give yourself so much more grace too. When you're in the season with little ones yeah. and, um, you know, that it's, it's a trying time. And, um, and, you know, we're in a season where it used to, I would always do that my morning chores right alongside the kids. And that's good for the kids to see that we try, you know, and that's something to, um, to shoot for, to do chores with them when you can. But when you have a little one, that doesn't always work out. And, mm-hmm. 
usually older kids, you know, can understand that. And um, when I when I can do chores alongside them, I do. A lot of times, um, Willow is needy, you know, extra needy in the mornings and just really wants that physical, mm-hmm. um, you know, you know, to, to climb and cuddle all over mom. And I sit and read with her for a while. So sometimes. My bed doesn't get made until the afternoon, if it does, you know, and some days mm-hmm. I just have to let go. I just have to let go. But she's two and she's, okay. um, she has been my most um, difficult toddler for sure. She is one that, oh, she's, she's into everything and on top of everything and has got a yes. very strong, you know, spirit. And so, um, and she's just an absolute blast at the same time. But yeah, right. very much. It's a it's still an age where I'm very much hands on with her. We and have so, one of those too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. But, you know, when you when you have clear consequences that are laid out, when you have those clear boundaries, when um when kids know that you know when this they do this and this is going to happen, it um it just makes for a peaceful household. And um, when I didn't have those clear boundaries set, and I was um I was letting far too many things go. I would just get so frustrated and then I get angry Mm -hmm. because, you know, the injustice of it. And, um, and it's not that I get on them. It's not that every single time they miss something that they get a consequence. Um, you know, uh, but, but, um, they know that for the most part, it just, it's not worth it to not follow through and to not do well, um, on a chore. And this also, it's just so important that they are fed, um, you know, scripture and that they're fed stories that inspire them of heroes and these things. So that goodness is something that they're want to, you know, something they want right. to attain. It's something that they admire. And so, right. you know, really ha- habit training is, it's about the heart. And, um, I really don't think you can shape a child's heart very well if chores and hard work are not a part of their life. Right. Yeah. Love that. Well, and, um, uh, what, um, when I'm, hearing you say is, uh, you know, all this work with laying down the rails for chores, it can be the same with hard work in their schoolwork and their lessons, Mm. you know, and working hard towards a goal. Um, We're not really like sit down and do some workbooks kind of family. I I just doesn't work for us. Um, Mm -hmm. But I find that if I don't have a goal, since I'm not doing workbooks and it can get, it can get a little like, what are we doing today? Um, you know, and yes. so having that goal and then working hard towards that goal um, with each child it is helpful of, you know, we're making progress. We're seeing the fruit of sitting down and working daily in this area. So hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's important to remember too. Yes. Absolutely. So yeah, uh, Brandy, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was just going to say, it's just so good for them to, um, they grow in confidence as they see that they can do things that they once thought were hard, you know, whether it's sitting down and, you know, working on copy work or reading a book or cleaning a toilet, you know, they grow in confidence and they, um, they grow in just a, a positive attitude about life and things in the future as harder things come, it's not going to seem so overwhelming as someone to, you know, who has not been accustomed to having to do things they don't want to do. That is so true. That's mm-hmm. like, it's like life yes, skills, it you know, yeah. it's like I became right. a mom without, you know, hardly washing a dish or doing my own laundry. And so it just gets overwhelming <laughs> when all of a sudden Absolutely. you throw other humans in the mix. But if it's just, you know, you've been doing that, this is just how you have to live, you know, um, yeah, hard work. Mm-hmm. I, Cause you know, we're reading through um, the, the little house series and it just to see how much those little girls are working alongside their mom just to live, you know, how much work it takes to feed their family and 
I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm loving it. It's just so inspiring to me. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up because actually in the days where we were really laying down the rails and just beginning our system of chores, we were reading aloud through that series and it was so good for the kids to see for the kids to hear how after every meal, you know, they were hand washing all the dishes and they were helping before the meals prepare, you know, and so um, books can really make a big difference with um, the kids' expectations. And another big motivator for the kids is we just you praise them like crazy, you know, for for the job that they do. And um, you know, even if the job looks quite horrible, but you know, for a seven year old that they they tried. Um, it's just that, that praise, um, an atmosphere of praise, you know, means such yeah. a difference for their little spirits and their desire to do a, a good job. Well, and what are you, yeah. when you talk about chores, I mean, are you talking about, you know, uh, just, I mean, as simple as getting dressed in the morning, maybe putting your, your dishes in the sink kind of things. I mean, what, what kind of things are you expecting mm-hmm. of, of the kids? Well, currently, um, my three older kids are, um, 16, 12 and nine. And so, for instance, um, every morning um, we get up about, well, I get up about 7 and I get them up about 7.30, those who are still in bed. And um, and we immediately, you know, have breakfast. My daughter is an early bird. She's usually helped me prepare it. And um, we have breakfast. And then as soon as breakfast is done, um, we all tackle the kitchen together. And so, um, you know, my nine-year-old, he um, has always been in charge of silverware. So he'll load, if the dishwasher's full, he'll unload the silverware and then rinse and loading, you know, silverware. And uh, Gavin mm-hmm. and Ellie will unload dishes and, you know, reload dishes. And um, I'll kind of be overseeing everything, wiping countertops and quinyl scrub like the stovetop. And then we all go and have our God time. And then um, okay. just our quiet moments in the day. And so that's 10, 15 minutes of just, well, I say that it's not really... I don't watch the clock. <laughs> so it's kind of when mom, right, right. When, mom, when I have had enough of a prayer time and I feel good about moving on, then I ring the bell and everybody jumps into their morning chores. And so what that looks like right now for us is like my oldest, um, Gavin, he'll sweep under the kitchen table and Ellie, my um, 12 year old, she'll wipe the kitchen table and um, Quinn will go out and feed the dogs. Gavin goes and feeds the pig. I'm sorry. Quinn's my nine year old. Gavin's my 16 year old. Okay. And, um, and then everybody makes their beds and uh, brushes their teeth, gets dressed, um, take their vitamins, you know? So I think that's about it for morning chores. The great thing about morning chores is it's the same thing every day of the week. Okay. And so, you know, it's, it's just, like I said, so natural to them. And it's something that really doesn't ever have to change. We do another set of chores right after lunchtime every day Mm -hmm. on weekdays. And that has been, it's been brilliant. We've done this about four years now. And so I don't ever have to wonder when is their bedroom going to get swept or the schoolroom going to get dusted or on and off? So what I've done there is um, for my three older kids, um, each weekday they have a different chore. So like on Monday, right after lunch, that's the day that Gavin will Windex um, the bathroom mirrors. Mm. And, um, and, then Ellie, and that's the day that Ellie will be sweeping her bedroom and Quinn will be, um, you know, dusting the schoolroom or whatever. And so it's been so nice because we don't ever have to spend a whole day or a half a day cleaning the house. Mm, yeah. We just do it a, a tiny bit at a time, a tiny bit at a time. So it, you know, it's, um, it's not overwhelming. Our afternoon chores right after lunch, just take about 10 minutes. Yeah. And, um, and things don't ever really get to an absolute gross point. Now with a toddler and a nine year old, we get, you know, toy clutter all over sure. that we have to daily take, take care of, but things don't ever get, you know, it's just such a relief and such a weight off a of mama not to, even have to think about when certain rooms are going to get swept or, you know, um, or things dusted and such. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. 
Yeah. So, so how, uh, I'm kind of curious to know how you've seen some of the habit training and the, that you guys, that you've developed with them. How, how has that uh, benefited you and your family? Oh man. Um, well, needless to say, it takes a massive weight off a of mama. Cause I remember when the kids were all young and it was just, it just felt like chaos all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and when, and when you're all, you know, if, if all your kids are six and under, it's just honestly going to be like that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and you just have to focus on the beauty of the season of toddler snuggles and, and, you know, cherishing books with your kids. And it's just, it's just not going to be, unless you can afford a maid that comes daily, <laughs> it's going to be yeah. a bit of a battle. But, um, so yeah, for me, like where I am now, I mean, it's just, it's a tremendous, a tremendous help. And I'm one that easily is overwhelmed and stressed out when there's clutter and mess everywhere. And so Mm -hmm. they have a much happier, they have a much, much happier mom because of it. And I think it makes all the difference for them too. Um, I, I, you know, I've seen that their frustration levels are much higher when everything's gotten out of hand as far as just clutter and and just the kitchen, you know, dishes and everything piled up. And whether they realize it or not, I think it affects us all. But, um, you know, I think the biggest reward is in their hearts and how they, when they're all doing chores that benefit everybody, you start to, um, you know, you start to form a team spirit. And mm, so yeah, um, that's a beautiful thing. You know, we put on fun music and it's just something that we do together. And it is something, ironically, that bonds us as well as a family. Yeah. That, and, and we, you know, then we always talk about, I always rave about, gosh, how nice this is, how beautiful it is. I am, I am, for a while, I was really struggling with being negative about chores, and the Lord was, you know, showing me how that was um, coming out in my, my, you know, oldest child, and mm-hmm. so I really had to learn to bite, to bite my tongue, and um, just turn on happy music, and I found that when I did that, and I stopped the mumbling, then I, you know, developed a more positive spirit of chores, and, um, and then my, you know, my kids, it's the same. It's rare that there's grumbling or, you know, complaining about it anymore. Now we did in those first couple of years, right. pretty regularly have, to have them write up scripture or do things. And that's also because of my negativity at the time, but yeah, the benefits are endless. Yeah. You know, so I, lo- I just love that you're encouraging though. Like when we've got young kids, those of us with young kids, I mean, Sometimes I just, I feel like I compare myself to the mothers who do have those older children. And I have to say, it's such a difference. It's such a difference. A five-year-old, when my five-year-old was my oldest and now she's seven and I would look at the moms with seven-year-olds, I just thought, oh my gosh, we're never going to get there. And you know what? We're here. Like I'm seeing it. It's just... When they're little, they're just little and, and it takes time. But, but one of the things I'm encouraged to hear, though, is that making it fun and, and making it enjoyable. You know, you talked about turning on the, you know, the fun, upbeat music and we're kind of doing it all together, creating that team <laughs> spirit. I mean, yeah, we're all about that in our house. We that's something we love doing. And uh, I, I can totally attest to that. But it's, it's cool to see that if if you build that now when they're young, that it's that's something that can still be there and even, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully grow later yeah. on when they're when they're older. So. You have your own little army. Yes. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Somebody said that once. It's like you have your own little army. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, one thing I wanted to tell you too, especially those with younger kids, when you're starting the process of chores, one thing I would do is um, I would reward them a lot with candy, whatever, little stickers. The first couple weeks, um, I think it was just, um, and they knew that wasn't going to go on forever, but just whatever you can do to, you know, a little bit of sugar helps them <laughs> go down, <laughs> yeah. especially, you know, when it's, when it's new and disgusting to them and just hard and it just, things like that help. And then as that habit is established, they don't need that, um, you know, candy and things dangling over the head. But, 
um, that was really helpful to us. And then I had one child who um, he would do his chores, but oh, just get distracted. Yes. And would just, you know, go and play <laughs> with that. one thing or another. Yes. And I was just, it was really <laughs> draining me to constantly be on him. And so what I, um, one thing I did that really helped is like, okay, if you can get all your chores done by nine o'clock, then you're going to get it. You're going to get a piece of candy. And then, and then I, and then I changed it. Okay. You're going to get a sticker on this little chart. And then over time, he just got in a habit where he was faster. Oh, that is and, good um, to hear. That is. We've got some distracted also, ones. <laughs> yeah. This is a challenge, especially the younger they are, the harder that is. But, um, you know, candy and things like that can help them get into a, a good habit. And then later on, as they get older and they're just really um, not being responsible, then I would give a consequence when if he was... Um, this actually happened a few weeks ago. It's pretty rare now, but my nine-year-old was just kind of, you know, hanging out on the floor in the living room and, and playing with Legos in the middle of chore time. And that doesn't happen very often now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't give him a consequence that time. I just like, Hey bud, what are you doing? You know? And I reminded him that if it happened again, he was going to have to, re- you know, do an extra chore. Uh-huh. But, um, so anyway, it's just, um, it's, it, it takes some work, but it's, it's beautiful what it does yes. for the family and in their hearts. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Well, and so after chore time, then do you move into your lessons after, after that? Yes. Um, in the winter months, we, we move into lessons and, um, for, you know, math and what we do in the mornings are like the math and language arts. And it's different this year. This is our first year that my team now is taking these online college courses. And so, you know, he, he maintains his own school schedule. Um, so yeah, we, okay. The first, um, I don't know, hour, hour and a half or so, we are working on those lessons. And um, I have them do, Quinn and Ellie do things that they can do on their own so I can spend more time filling up Willow's love tank and just um, playing with her, doing puzzles with her. I found that it makes such a difference if I really Mm -hmm. give her that focused time before I move on to the others. Because my nine-year-old, for his language arts time, I'm still, you know, I'm sitting with him for the bulk of it. And then after that, and then after that, we usually... um, with my nine and 12 year olds are usually done with their language yards from 10, 10 30. And we head outside and I, you know, I take Willow out as well and play for a while out there. And Gavin will join us when he's ready for a break, which is usually, you know, around, yeah. um, if, you know, not too long after. And um, then not too long before lunch, I'll usually head inside before the others and leave Willow with them for a little bit while I prepare lunch. And it's just, a, I really need that time of quiet. But at that point in the morning, mm-hmm. I'm ready to sit breathe and prepare lunch for myself. Now, before my two-year-old, I would have one of the kids come in and help me prepare lunch. Now it's just like, no, thank you. I'll do it on my yeah. Own. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So then we, yeah, move into lunch and I, you know, mentioned on the, on Instagram, how that's kind of when we have, that's when we have what many families call their morning time. That's when I do the bulk of the reading aloud and, okay. and, um, because we're all, it's just lunch seems to work for that. We're all already sitting there together Mm-hmm. It's not always easy. It is not always easy with Willow to do the reading aloud for sure. She's often climbing on me. Sometimes she seems to mm-hmm. want to have a contest that who can be louder, me or her. And yeah. so sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's just not worth it. And I'll close the book and we'll move on to the next thing. But most of the time I'm able to, to do quite a bit of reading aloud at that time. And um, yeah. then we move on, move on to our afternoon chores after that. And 
Um, That's so great. Yeah, we and then our afternoon, our afternoons are just kind of a blur. Like I, I feel like if I can get a lot of um, less, what I call lesson time in in the morning, then I don't feel so distracted in the afternoon because mm-hmm. I find that if we don't get it done before month lunch, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, we tend to do some. We want to paint or we want to do experiments or just whatever we feel like doing in the afternoon. So having yeah. it taken care of in the morning first thing it's a good habit to get into first of all yeah um but it's just easier it's just easier we're just on you know yeah so and you know before i had the toddler we really took care of pretty much all the academics in the morning now it's a little different like we we save the history um nature study and art sort of thing for the afternoon and that's um in this season that's worked better for us but they do like to get that mm-hmm. math out of the way first thing and um, when they're fresh and um, so yeah, so then just after, after, um, the afternoon chores, we move into our, um, assigned reading time. And so all three of my older kids have, have books that, that like a, like a, you know, like it's called that I've assigned for them to read that I, um, sometimes they help me pick them out. Sometimes they're books that they've never heard of, but I feel like will be a good fit for them. So that's just about a 30 minute long thing. And, um, and I'll read to Willow during that time and, once in a blue moon, she'll fall asleep. Most of the time, she does a nap. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And then, or after that, after right after that um, quiet assigned reading time, we go on to um, we take turns between history and nature study and and art. And so, and then we're just yeah. free time. Well, I just love yeah. the um, the I, I feel like through these pictures, I, I'm like in your house. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know anything because I haven't been there, but I feel like it just has such a smooth, peaceful, calm rhythm to it and just atmosphere to it. And I think that you've done a great job of being intentional about creating that in your home. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's where I'm at. And maybe some of our listeners too is like, we can we can see what we want. We maybe aren't there yet but just knowing that it's possible that it does take a lot of work mm-hmm. in the beginning yeah. but just to continue keeping that bigger picture of what you're wanting that to look like like I, I just I just love the picture that you've painted on on you guys have to go check out um, her Instagram and and we'll share that at the end where they can find you but yeah and then and, I mean one of the things that I love really about it too is just how you've made it not just about school that it's it's a it's it's kind of a life routine really yeah. and it and it's so cool because you know I think sometimes we get so caught up as homeschoolers like trying to train our kids and teach them make sure they know the subjects and all this well, stuff it can but be it, too heavy on like the academic yeah. side sometimes you just feel yeah. like. I've been so focused on this reading that we're not getting done that, right. you know, you forget about their heart. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. And that's why I love that your routine and your rhythm that you've developed and, and really worked to hone over the the lives of, you know, as they've grown, it's, it's just been, it's, it's so cool to see how it, it you know, you're trying to develop their characters as well as their mm-hmm. intellect, which is, you know, mm-hmm. that's so key. goes hand in hand. I love that we have the time to do that as homeschooling, yes. you know, as homeschoolers. We just, we have the time. We have yep. the time. It so, is. um, yeah, yeah life. <laughs> yes, we enjoy it. <laughs> um, well, what resources I want to ask you, cause you've been a wealth of information, but yes. if we are just getting started on this, um, laying of the rails, starting our rhythm, starting a, a better routine, maybe we're not in a great one. What resources do you, would you recommend for, for those mm-hmm. of us just getting started? Yes. And this is a question I receive a lot and I honestly wish there were more. Um, but a Charlotte Mason companion is, is definitely, um, my favorite 
And um, it's just it's just a beautiful, inspiring book that covers um, the whole Charlotte Mason education. Well, really, the whole Charlotte Mason, Mason you know, it's a life. And um, and then um, as far as other ones that I guess, you know, Sally Clarkson has been a huge inspiration to me over the years. And so mm-hmm. her book, The yes. Mission of Motherhood, um, mm-hmm. touches on character formation and also her book. Oh, she's an excellent one. The Ten Gifts of Wisdom, I believe it's called. That just oh. is full of pra- practical Okay. As far as how they shape their how they shape their children's character, so that's one that I dusted off and I've um, been looking through again lately. Okay, and you know, I I know that um, through the pictures on Instagram, things always look calmer than they are in real life. You're not yeah. getting the noise and stuff that we do. <laughs> and I, you know, I have I've told people like my kids. I promise they're as wild and energetic as any of them. But that's why it's been so important that I put these these um, boundaries of, you know, that we get this reading time, we get these peaceful moments in our day, not only for my sanity, but I think it's, you know, it's good for them. And so, um, and then that, yeah. And then there's, there's ample time for play and wildness. And I'm one that lets them run wild through the house whenever it's appropriate time for that. (laughs) But, um, but whenever you have this rhythm, you know, and you know that, um, everybody knows what to expect. It's just things, things just move, run so much smoother. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they're less frustrated and, um, same with mama. Yes. I, I, I love that. That's, that's where I'm wanting to head here, Brandy. <laughs> you give yeah. me hope. Yes. Easier said than done. one little step at a time. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so where can our listeners, um, find you and find, uh, find your stuff? Yeah. Cause you write too. Yeah. You have a blog, right? Well, it's, it's been not long neglected, but I would like to um, tend to it a bit more um, in this next season. And in this next season, we'll see. So the blog is brandymacintosh.com. And then uh, my Instagram is just uh, brandy period macintosh. Okay. There was already another brandy macintosh out there. So I stuck the period in there. Okay. okay. <laughs> you got to put that in there. And I thank you so much, Brandy, for, for sharing with us. You've just been a, just a huge source of inspiration for us. Absolutely. Um, Thank you for sharing your day. I want to end with this quote that um, is from you uh, that was on your Instagram. May you feel empowered to love well and truly see them, knowing their education is all about their hearts anyway. And choose joy. It's always possible. So thank you, Brandy, for, for oh. joining us. We're so thrilled that you were able to meet with us. Yeah. Thank you really so great. much and for what you guys are doing. Love the podcast. Oh, great. Thank you. <laughs> Right, guys, another one in the books. Wasn't she just so she fabulous? She was a delight. <laughs> she was fantastic. You can find her on Instagram. Her um, Instagram is at Brandy, B R A N D I dot Macintosh, M C I N T O S H. So go check that out. Yeah, you can also find us on Instagram at Finding Beautiful Here. Uh, and as always, uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks, guys. 